We've been following the latest on the bridge collapse on I-95, and the CityCast Philly team is working to bring you the latest and what we know about our region's highways in a show later this week. In the meantime, please be safe if you're traveling in that area. Today on CityCast Philly, a French tourism guide recently gave Philly an interesting honor. It named our city the Frenchest American City. Now, how did we beat New Orleans? And what's so French about Philly? It's Tuesday, June 13th. I'm Trené Nuri, and here's what Philly's talking about. Stephanie Farr, you cover what makes Philly weird, wild, and wonderfully unique for the Philadelphia Inquirer. Before we get into what this travel guide really is, Stephanie, do we deserve to be compared to France? Is that a compliment? <laughs> you know, I, I think that it is a compliment. I think that they were trying to give us a compliment. And Philly doesn't often get a lot of compliments from outsiders. So, you know, my, in, my my interest was immediately peak. I'm usually defending Philly's honor against haters. So it was nice to get a compliment. But I also didn't really understand it. I was more confused than anything. Yeah, I was just going to ask you that. Like, what did you think when you first read it? Uh, I thought, what the? Yeah. <laughs> and then, Fill uh-huh. in the blanks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. And I smiled a bit. You know, I thought it was humorous, but I myself hadn't really seen it. And so my first inclination was to talk to people who'd lived in both places to see if there was any truth to it. Oh, I like that. So it wasn't just a blog post that gave this title to us, right? It was the Michelin Guide. So why is this such a big deal? Yeah. So the Michelin Guide, it's the folks who uh, make the tires, Michelin tires. But okay. <laughs> um, for a long time, they've also created this, these highly respected travel guides in France. And there are two different kinds of Michelin travel guides. One is the Red Guide, and that's the one that focuses on restaurants and hotels. And, you know, they're very well known for their restaurant ratings. A little lesser known is Michelin's Green Guides, and those are global travel guides to different destinations around the world. So Philly is actually the eighth U.S. destination to receive its own Michelin travel guide, green guide. Let's break this down a little bit. In what ways does the guide say Philly is Frenchy? So I can't, I'm going to be honest, I can't speak to what the guide says directly as I haven't read the guide. What I did do is call the editor of the guide, Philippe Oring, who was lovely and he spoke to me from his offices over in France. And I asked what brought about this designation. And he pointed mainly to things in and around the parkway. So the Benjamin Franklin Parkway itself was modeled after the Champs-Élysées in Paris, a very famous boulevard in Paris. And it was designed by two French architects, one of whom actually went on to design um, the Ben Franklin Bridge and redesigned Rittenhouse Square as well. Philippe also pointed to City Hall, which was built in the French Second Empire style. It's very grand and ornate and beautiful. And then he pointed to the Barnes Foundation and the Rodin Museum, the Barnes Foundation having the largest collection of Renoir paintings anywhere in the world, and the Rodin having the second largest collection of Rodin sculptures outside of Paris. So those are the things that he pointed to, mainly things in and around that area of the parkway. 
So when I think of French and maybe a connection to an American city, I think of New Orleans, right? It has their most famous neighborhood, the French Quarter. But does Philly have something like that? So uh, I had the same thought as well. I made my first visit to New Orleans this year and loved it. But uh, Philly does, interestingly enough, around the same time this press release comes out about the Michelin Guide, somebody on Twitter rediscovers that there is actually a French Quarter in Philadelphia. I will say technically, in quotation marks, however you will, nobody really knows that this French Quarter area exists in Philadelphia. It's kind of more of, it seems like a marketing designation that may have happened around 1999 when there were some French restaurants and businesses in a certain area of the city. Our our tiny French quarter, if you will, is uh, between 17th and 19th streets and Walnut and Sansom. But I've got to tell you, and I went out and looked at the street signs and darn it, they do say French quarter on it. I've been in the city for 16 years. I've looked at those street signs and somehow was totally oblivious to it myself. So I was unaware until this um, person brought it up on Twitter. Billy Penn did a great take out about it. But yeah, so it's nowhere near the French Quarter that New Orleans has, that's for sure. Okay, so we talked about the city's French connection, the architecture, things like that. But what about the people? Are Philadelphians like the French? So that was my biggest question, because I think people are at the heart of every story. So I spoke to um, some people from uh, France who now live in Philadelphia and a Philadelphian who now lives in France. I think we differ in many ways. I think that... You know, especially we differ when it comes to sports fans, I was told. Uh, You know, there are no people wearing jerseys in France or baseball caps, you know, sporting their team pride. And while I was told there are, um, you know, extreme sports fans in France, they tend to be only the most extreme people where um, I love this quote, Ben Rush Gobel, uh, a expat from France who now lives in Philadelphia, uh, told me, when here in Philly, you can be a 30-year-old mom and they're going to be the craziest Phillies fan you've ever seen. In France, it's going to only be the most extreme people. So that's a big difference. I think what I got from our similarities is we both have a low tolerance for for kind of uh, BS. We have, um, <laughs> you know, we don't, the French and Philadelphians don't suffer fools lightly, Right. And I think that that's often mistaken for being rude. So, you know, Trina, I'm sure you've, you're, you've heard it before that Philly has a reputation for being a rude city. I take umbrage with that. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with that. I think that we're mm-hmm. tough, but, you know, we're really kind. And once you get to know us, we'll do anything for you. But we're not, you know, I we're not. I completely agree, Stephanie. <laughs> great. We're not saccharine. We're not fake. And, you know, if you're acting a fool, we're going to tell you you're acting a fool. And I think. Kind of the French are the same way. I think what I got is they're a lot more polite and manners are a lot more prevalent and important over there. But once you take, if you take the time, you know, to to get to know uh, someone in France and you're honest with them, that they, that you're often treated well. I love that. So, Stephanie, I, I got to ask you, what's been the reaction uh, from French folks who live in Philly? Do they agree that? this city is Frenchy. (laughs) So yeah, I've gotten a ton of emails uh, in response. I think a lot of people do see the the connections and the similarities. I spoke to 
uh, Maureen Havel, who is the Honorary Counsel of France in Philadelphia. And she said Michelin took the words right out of her mouth. She's been saying forever that Philly is a very Francophile city. But other people that I spoke to said, you know, instead of calling it the Frenchest city, I would call it the most American city. It's the birthplace of the Constitution. You've got the Liberty Bell. So I think the reaction is really mixed. Um, but I don't think anybody disagrees that that art and architecture along the parkway does have some French uh, reverberations and, and undertones. And when you're in that maybe particular section of the city, you can feel it. But outside of that area, not so much. Stephanie, you also found Philadelphians living in France. Do they have, a, is it a similar wavelength? Like, do they think that the city is Frenchy now that they experience Fr- the real France? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, I spoke to Teresa Conroy, a former Philly journalist and lifelong Philadelphian who retired to France with her husband last year, never lived anywhere else but Philly and then retired to France. And she said, you never forget for a minute that you're not in Philadelphia. So I I think, you know, uh, that, you know, she saw those art and architecture resemblances too. But aside from that, you know, very little, I think, feels like home to her over there. Not that she doesn't love it, you know, but it's not, it's not Philly. Before I let you go, Stephanie, why does getting compared to France even matter for Philly? You know, I think that's a good question. As I said early on, we don't get compliments here from outsiders very often. I think there's a great, strong sense of pride here in the city. And we know what makes our city great and what makes us special. And we don't care or we pretend we don't care if anybody else realizes it. But I think, you know, so often we're we're defending ourselves from from outsiders. It was it was nice to get a compliment and to kind of explore what that meant and why it why it came our way and take it when we can get it. Well said. All right, that was Stephanie Farr. She covers what makes Philly weird, wild, and wonderfully unique for the Philadelphia Inquirer. Thanks so much for joining us on CityCast Philly. Thank you. We'll have a link to Stephanie's full story in our show notes. And here's what else Philly is talking about. Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro issued a disaster declaration on Monday. KYW reports this comes after a tanker truck caught fire, resulting in the collapse of a bridge on I-95 in northeast Philly Sunday morning. This now frees up federal funds so repairs can be made, though the reconstruction is expected to take months. Our Hey Philly newsletter has resources on what you can do to find a detour if you have to commute in that area. And the Philadelphia Water Department continues its boil water advisory for the following zip codes in West Philly, 19151, parts of 19131, and 19139. Now, according to the department, a pumping station failed, causing a loss in pressure and leaving some customers without water. The pressure has since been restored, but the department says to boil water for one minute before drinking, cooking, making ice brushing your teeth, washing dishes, and preparing formula. They anticipate resolving the problem today, but suggest continue boiling your water until further notice. If you have questions, go to water.phila.gov or call 215-685-6300. 
That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. If you enjoyed this episode, tell a friend, rate the show, leave us a review, and hit that subscribe button. Be sure to sign up for our morning newsletter too. It's called Hey Philly. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye.